0: Hey guys welcome to the real shit with britain wit this is whitney and this is britney and this is the podcast that's here to make you feel normal in your everyday life
1: you guys we are so excited today we have ryan on the show she is from honestly mama and her company honestly mama co she does like a million other amazing things uh she's a really big advocate for just uniting moms out there. And we are so excited and honored to have her on our show. Ryan, say hello. Hello.
2: I'm so excited to be here. Thank you.
1: Oh, no. Like, it is our pleasure. So tell everyone a little bit about yourself and what you do.
2: Okay. So I, um, like you said, I started Honestly Mama and Co., which I'll get into that in a minute. But how I originally got started was about three years ago. I went through a divorce, and I – needed an outlet to not really vent but like somewhere to talk about like the ugly in motherhood. Oh, we hear that. <laughs> <laughs> and it seems like, you know, scrolling through all of I mean Instagram can be great, don't get me wrong, but for mental health, I feel like if you're struggling, if you're in a place where you're struggling already, it it is it can be so awful right so you're you're constantly scrolling through these feeds of these perfectly curated photos and all of these moms or women that we put on these platforms and who we look to as being successful well if you're not in the right state of mind like that can be really depressing and i just remember feeling like my self-worth just disappear I didn't have what they had. I didn't, I know, I was a single mom. Like, oh, how can I afford? I'm never going to have that. Like, it's just depressing and it brings you down and it makes you feel like less of a person and less of a mom, really. And I feel like in motherhood, we we already judge ourselves so much, right? We're constantly feeling like a failure on the daily basis through various things and, and whatever we're faced with. And so this this didn't help at all. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to create, And and I didn't have intentions of like, being huge I just wanted something where I could connect with someone and be like me too someone could say me too so I started this page and I'm like well what do I call it like honest honest what and I'm like you know what honestly mama, right? I love, um, you'll notice it's M-O-M-M-A because it's, I think that's how you pronounce mama. A lot of people be like M-A-M-A, which to me is mama. Like yeah. it just sounds weird, you know? So I'm like, okay, honestly mama. And then a lot of times um, I would say, you know, honestly mama, listen up. And then I'd say whatever. So it was kind of like my address to people Oh, I too. love that. So anyways, I started that about three years ago. Um, and it, it turned into, it didn't grow like you know, exponentially, which was fine with me because I made this really close-knit community of women who I have friends like across the country who I've never met, but I feel connected to them, right? And so I started kind of with just posting little funny things here and there, sometimes a quote, a motivational something. And then it has, obviously, if you scroll back far enough, far enough, it's gotten better over time. <laughs> thank goodness. Um, but anyways, it's just, it's been a fun little page to like relate to people. And so it's funny because when I would post something that I was struggling with, like for instance, a weekend that my kids were at their dad's and um They leave, and I all of a sudden fall to the bedroom floor, like crying or, you know, crying in the shower because I'm struggling with something like that. And when I'm vulnerable, I noticed that that is when the connections happen. That is when women are like, Yes, like, thank you so much for posting this. And that's what I thrive for is like being, providing a space for women to understand and to feel that they're not alone. Because so oftentimes in motherhood, we feel like we're the only ones struggling. We're the only ones with this problems, um, these problems, (laughs) because it's always more than one. Um, and, and so I just feel like we need, we need a space for that. So I thought my page, it might not be huge, but it's a start. And if someone else feels inspired to do the same, then that's another woman creating space for that somewhere else. And so That was my my whole kind of intentions with it was just to be able to connect with women and to not really like I say vent but just be able to discuss like talk about the hard. Yeah. And well, be that's able to why we love together.
1: you. That's why we love you. <laughs> because that's what we are all about as well and that's why we love you. Because I think yeah. we need more real people to give those vulnerable moments out there and say, "Hey, mm-hmm. this is what we go through as moms, women, etc. and this shit is hard." Absolutely. And not always just seeing the perfect side of everybody perfect I use air quotes you Mm -hmm. just can't see me right
2: (laughs) so we love you for that yeah well thank you and that's and I think after COVID especially after 2020 like we have lacked so much human connection that it's even I have seen Mm -hmm. just in the past few months I feel like I have seen so many women kind of shift and grow and like finally step into their power like okay We need to do something about this like I don't know there's just with the women that I surround myself with and and kind of um the network that I have like I just feel like there's been this movement and it makes me so excited because I'm like yes this is what we need this is what is needed in motherhood right so um anyways and then from from my honestly mama page kind of stemmed uh my business idea so I would always wear statement tees I love statement tees I'm a wordy person and so I would just wear them in my pictures and everyone would be like, where did you get that? And I used to, if you know what AliExpress is, I used to order, (laughs) (laughs) I was like an AliExpress whore. So uh, I would order so much stuff from there because it's cheap, right? Like why not? Um, And so I would order stuff from there, but I didn't want to like tell people because it's kind of cheap quality. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make some. I'm just going to start a business. And <laughs> so I I did. I came up with the idea pretty quick. Actually, I read a book um, called Fear is My Homeboy by Judy Holler. I got it for Christmas. I, I screenshotted it on Amazon and sent it to my husband. and was like, this is what I want for Christmas. And he sent it or he bought it for me and I read it and... It is what motivated me to start my business. It's an awesome fear boss. Uh turning kind of she talks about turning fear into your friend and making help having fear to help like guide and direct you instead of being fear, you know, fearful of it. And so I was like, okay, that's it. 2020 is gonna be my year. I'm gonna launch this business. It's gonna be <laughs> so amazing. I'm gonna unite women. And, you know, like I had all these huge ambitions and I kid you not, I launched my business two days before the governor shut down the state of (laughs) Utah. So I'm like, wait, wait. I saw it like slipping through my hands. You know, I'm like, this is supposed to be my year. Like, no. But it gave me a lot of time to dive in, to focus, to network, to connect, and really give me a really good, strong foundation to flourish. And this year, I actually have... I've had more I've had I've done more in sales in the past 3 months than I did all last year. Oh wow. So it's just been a huge change for me and I'm like okay 2021. That's what I'm talking about. That's going to be my there year. Yeah. So oh, I.
1: We, your t-shirts are so amazing. And you do sweatshirts. Sweatshirts and do. t-shirts. Yeah. Yep. And they are so funny. We're going to talk about that a little bit. Uh, and we'll tell you all about her Instagram handle and everything. So you in her websites, you can go on there and look at it. But these shirts, like even scrolling through, I'm like, I need this one. I need this one. I need this one. Like they're just so relatable yeah. in mom world. Yeah. So I love
2: that. And if you think about it, that's all we wear right like I don't 90% of the time I'm in a t-shirt and leggings like that is it so I'm like what better way than to make something for moms that is something that we wear all the time I mean yeah we like to get dressed up and go out not obviously not at all last year but um (laughs) and so I I searched out like the perfect t-shirt it's a cotton poly blend it doesn't shrink it's stretchy it's flattering it doesn't show your back rolls like it's just (laughs) it's what we need right and so then of course I just I just put on relatable sayings and it's it is what it is and I've had a lot of yeah positive feedback and in fact I haven't had one negative thing yet one girl accidentally ordered the wrong size but it was because she wasn't paying attention so like besides that everything yeah that doesn't count count. so
1: Well, and the perfect t-shirt is so key as like a woman too, because I hate when you get things and they just, you have to have that perfect, like they got to go down far enough and not down too much. You want to be able to do like a little side knot if Mm -hmm. you can. And I, that is my style. Like if you guys know Brit... I am a jeans and t-shirt girl with like some Converse shoes like and a hat. That's my signature style. So I'm all about the t-shirts and I can't wait to pop this baby out to like order 20 of your shirts. Okay.
2: So sweet. That makes me excited. So soon.
1: Okay. And I, and we need to get into this. I love how you talk about, um, watching the influencers right on social media. That that's a big thing. I mean, great for these women or people, whoever are, who are making this career for themselves on social media. But I think the side of it that people really don't talk about is how we sit and we scroll and we compare Mm -hmm. and we feel bad about ourselves then. But you know, I'm sorry. I, sometimes I look at these people and I think, do you really every day Dress like that, and your kids are dressed perfect, and your house is perfect, your makeup is perfect, everything's perfect. Your hair—there's no way. Half the time it's like four in the afternoon, and I'm like, "Oh shit, I should probably throw on some mascara and feel like a human." Maybe put my bra on. No, let's not go that
2: We're not far.
0: showering. We're not yeah. showering. Though. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no shower. Just some dry shampoo. We'll just fluff that up a little. So I think that's an important topic to touch on. Um I don't know. Let's let's chat ta- a little bit about you know, kind of that comparison and what we do as women and mothers yeah. well, in like that I world. Like I say,
2: that is that is why I started my my Instagram page because I just got so sick and tired of comparing myself to everyone else. And comparison is the thief of joy, right? So motherhood is hard enough as it is. I always say motherhood is the toughest hood. I have a t-shirt that says yeah. that. Just about any quote I have, like I have it on a shirt. <laughs> a so yeah, um, but it's true, it is. and And if it's not, as if it's not hard enough, with what you're dealing with being a mom and the pressures of a mom and a kid, you know, kids and a family and being a wife and having to take care of the house and some of us having to work, right? Like we do it all and we put ourselves on the back burner. And then when we get five minutes to ourselves and we do scroll through social media and like you said, exactly. You, you, You see these people who act like they have it all put together. But I'm here to tell you, I promise you they do not. It is all a facade. 90% of them are getting paid, right, to do these things. And it is not what it looks like. The grass is not greener on the other side. It's just fake.
1: So I love, love, love one of your posts you have on your page. It says that sometimes the grass is only greener because it's fake. And something that she says is, you know, how many times have you looked at someone else's life and thought, I wish I had their life or so-and-so has it so easy. We all do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, must be nice to be her. Yeah. Look at her big house. Look at her this, look mm-hmm. at her that. Uh, if you've been around here long enough, you know all my problem with fashion bloggers and these so-called social influencers. I myself am guilty of scrolling through social media enthralled with the lavish lifestyles, exquisite parties, and the perfectly edited magazine Worthy Squares that try to convince me that my life sucks. I love the realness you put out there because we all do that, We do, right? We all do it. Absolutely. Um, and anyway, she just goes on to kind of talk about that and we get so infatuated with these elaborate lifestyles lifestyles that 90% of us won't attain in this life. Thank you. Like sometimes my thing is I look right? Like are these homes or are these things or whatever. And I, and then, and then I look around my house, which is a beautiful home and I'm like, Oh, everything sucks, you know, yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't, it doesn't well. actually suck. Or you look at things with like moms and things like this or things that people are doing with their kids or how their kids look. And then I look over in the living room at my three-year-old watching a cartoon with her scraggly hair, like, you know, eating fruit snacks just so I can get the kitchen cleaned yeah. and I'm like, no, that is not real life. No. It's not
2: real life. It's so. not and unfortunately, we we focus so much on that. Like, that's what we think of. Oh, well, oh motherhood should be this. I should be dressed like this and driving that and wearing this and living in this house. But it's, it's not. Like, what is motherhood? Motherhood defined is like your journey with your children. And that is what matters. It doesn't, you know, all these things that we think c- comprise motherhood, that, that's not it. It's absolutely not it.
0: Yes, because you, you just posted yesterday, actually, a thing that said motherhood is not a competition to see who has the smartest kids, the cleanest house, the healthiest dinners, or the nicest clothes. Motherhood is a journey with your kids, which I think so often we lose sight of that. We lo- we get so caught up on what we're supposed to be doing or what we're supposed to have or especially for me, I get caught up a lot. And I think other, other moms too sometimes about comparing even our kids to other kids, mm-hmm. You know, why aren't you smart yeah. like so-and-so? Why aren't you doing this like so-and-so's kids? Like it's just so easy to start comparing and we need to we need to start looking inwardly. This is a journey as a family with just you and your kids. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not about anyone else. I well, love and that. One
2: thing I really strongly believe is that when we're focused on that, on what our outward appearance looks like, that we we're letting our kids down because we aren't giving them what they need, right? We're so concerned about pleasing everyone else that we kind of let go of what's important and that's taking care of our kids, taking care of ourself, right? I'm a huge, huge self-love advocate. That would be another podcast for another day because I Yeah, like- we'll have to so do that much, too. Yeah. So much yeah. I could talk about, um, you know, believing your self worth and your self love. But ultimately if you're focused so much on trying to please everyone else, you fail trying to please yourself. And so that is key. And and how do we do that when we're constantly focused on what everyone else is doing? We can't. We have to turn that focus inward. And I, I believe a lot on inner work. And again, another thing I could talk of, um, but we have to start with ourselves. Agreed. Yeah.
0: Totally. Uh,
1: I feel like I've went through a lot of years of not knowing how to love myself like being through three different marriages things in my past you know um and it it took me I'm gonna be 36 and it took me a very long time to get to a place where I'm like nope I'm beautiful and I'm a good mom and I'm this and I'm that and I'm a great wife and all the things and there are days where those demons still take me down but I finally am to a place like wit knows a lot of my shit (laughs) Finally, to a place where I can actually believe those things, right? Not just say them because it sounds like what you need to say, but believe them. And so I agree 100%. Once you start finding that within yourself, you really have, it's easier to not look around at everybody else, right? Um, One of the things I loved that you said in here talking about that is, One of your quotes was, when you get lost in comparison, always remember that every mom has different gifts, circumstances, and support. Remember that you are often comparing their best to your worst. And I like that. By doing so, you aren't giving yourself a fair shot at being equals. Mm -hmm. Because I think a lot of people, especially people that follow me on social media, like on my personal page, I get this a lot from moms. um, Seriously, how do you do it all? because I'm the mom that always has like the family nights and the cute crafts and this and that. And this is my favorite thing I love to say to people. No, no, no. Don't think I'm perfect because what you don't see behind that cutesy craft or project or family activity I'm doing is I'm losing my shit in 20 other different ways. Okay. (laughs) That's why we like the podcast, because I'm here. I can say, no, this is real life. Yeah. But on social media, you're obviously not going to put a video of you screaming at your kids where like child services might come in and say, we have a problem. (laughs) We should,
2: but we totally (laughs) should because you know how many hashtag me twos you'd get. So
1: that's like the one thing I love to like get out there is like, no, no, don't look at what I'm doing and think I have everything together because my knack in life, right? Like you're saying some, we all have different skills and things Mm -hmm. because my skill might be the family night or the cutesy kid crap. Doesn't mean I'm not losing my shit on my kids mm-hmm. every other day. Let's just you be know? honest.
2: We're all losing our shit on our kids yes, every day, <laughs> totally. like yes, every day. Yeah, know yes. what, no and one. No one has tell it all together. Yeah, if you tell me you don't, I call bullshit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
1: I do. wanna we have a quote on one of our on our page that says something like that. It's like, don't compare yourself to other mothers because we're all losing our shit in different ways, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And it's so true. It's so true. So. I always just like to throw out there, like if y'all need help with crafty family nights, let me know. Yeah, but I'm a psycho in a lot of other areas.
2: Yeah, well, and that's I think we focus so much on like what everyone else is doing, and oh, they're so good at this, and they're so good at that, and and it's true we do all have our our talents and our hobbies and whatever makes us us right as mothers and as people on social or social media, but. One thing that we have in common is that we're all moms. We have more common ground than we think. And that is what we need to focus on. But yet we we just, I don't know what it is. it just our, the human in us that makes us want to gravitate towards all of the negative instead of focusing on the positive? I'm not sure what That's it is. That's actually a really mm-hmm.
0: fascinating statement. Because
2: I've never thought of it quite that way of...
0: It's got to be human nature. And I think it is human nature to focus on the bad or the differences or where we feel like we're falling short mm-hmm. instead of coming together and focusing on what actually we all have in common. Yeah. I love that. I think
2: that's very fascinating. I haven't There's, thought about it that way. Yeah, there is. There's so much, so many more commonalities that we share than differences, but yet we have such a hard time focusing on that because I think all we do is focus on the differences.
1: Well, women in general, yes, I think. And even absolutely. having daughters, I see it from a young age. It's like from a very young age, mm-hmm. they're already so hard on themselves. And it's not like I'm the mom walking around being like, oh, I'm this and that and like teaching them those ways. Yeah. I almost Where can see they my... are learning it from? Yeah. Like yeah. I can almost see my, my, my preteens or teen kind of already beating themselves up at a young age. And I'm like, oh crap, it's already starting. And I think just women in general, like we are so hard on ourselves, but the world we live in is unfortunately this world of everybody's looking at everybody else. Mm -hmm. So
2: yeah, which is why, like I say, I, when I started this page is because I wanted to create that common ground because I knew, I knew I wasn't alone. I knew you felt the same way. I knew you felt the same way, but no one wants to talk about it. Why not? That is what unites women. That is what brings people together is having some sort of commonality where you're like, yes, I agree. I feel that. You feel that. Oh my gosh. Hey, let's be friends. You know, but yeah. we're so scared as moms to like create those groups for some reason. And I'll touch on it later, but I'm I'm grateful that I have the community that I have. And I pray like hell that every mom could find a group of friends and women that I have because it makes all the difference in your journey in motherhood.
1: Yeah, what let's talk for a minute about kind of the joys and the hardships of momming because I think for any mom sitting out there having that shit day where you just feel like you're the only one doing something even when it comes to like at home with your kids, right? Uh, and feeling like you're not the best mom, kind of mom guilting yourself today really hard. Let's talk about some of the normal things that we go through being a mom right like for example how many of us lose our shit on our kids yell when we know we shouldn't be even while you're yelling you know you shouldn't be yelling but you can't stop yelling okay (laughs) but then like your kid maybe a half an hour later is like taking a nap and you're like oh I just love these guys so much But then they wake up and within five minutes they're being like sassy or naughty or bratty or whatever it is copping you attitude or throwing a tantrum and it's like this constant battle in motherhood of I love you I want to punch a toddler like just all the things you
0: know yeah no for sure for sure (laughs) I think we all we all go through that I I have prided myself a little bit with my four-year-olds my kids have there's such a big age gap you know there's seven years between my kids and I feel like I'm in a totally different place with my younger one than I was when I had four my older one. And I feel I I have like prided myself on that. This time with my younger one, I've been so much more like calm and collected and understanding at a younger age than I was with my older one. But you guys, she's hit this four year old stage where now like this sassy attitude and she's always been a little shit sometimes (laughs) like naughty Scotty. But like now I'm starting to get to where I'm yelling or I'm getting angry or I'm like, empty threading you know all these things but you know I, <laughs> I thought I was doing really good but you know it's really you are
2: you're still doing I'm good doing good and that's I just, what we all need to remember because to we're all we're all going through it right we're all dealing with the same stuff I mean you and me are no different like I do I do that I have an eight-year-old same thing like he's he goes zero to 60 in like 2.2 seconds and It's a good thing he's as handsome as he is because I can't stay (laughs) mad at him very long, but he will Mm -hmm. tick me off so bad. He just knows all the right buttons to push. And then like three seconds later, okay, three minutes later, I'm still frustrated about whatever we were going at it, you know, And, and then he's like, he totally forgets and he like comes up. He's like, mom I really like your shirt I love you mom and I'm like you know like gosh dang it like I wish I could be more like them because they they just forget about everything and they they just move on they do Yeah. yeah That's the thing I always have
1: to remind myself of like, ah, uh, tomorrow my kids are just going to still love me and not even remember this, mm-hmm. you know? And then you get into like the teenage or the preteen years where you're just always the bad guy, no matter what, you know? And there's like rare glimpses of you being like, Oh wait, Oh, you care about me and love me. Oh yay. Okay. I'm doing something good, you know? And, and you always have to remind yourself like, You know, you you still have to be the parent, stay strong. Because as a mom, I take things personally with my older kids, not my younger kids, right? But older kids, I think it's easy to take things personal. I was just actually talking to a friend about this the other day where it's like they're mopey or they have attitudes or just their little teenage hormones they go through. And you start to take everything personal that you like, what have I done wrong? Why don't you like me? Why don't you? And it's like, no, they're a teenager. They're just going through their own thing. You got to let them ride it out, like on the roller coaster of hormones. And I think back to my own childhood, where it's like I wasn't always the best to my mom as a teenager. But then in my twenties, I kind of came around. Like, oh, wait a minute, that lady was a good mom. Yeah. Okay. Now and I then see the it. Older
2: you get, you're <laughs> like, oh, sorry, mom. <laughs> yeah.
1: Right? You have your own kids. You're like shit. Yeah. So I keep reminding myself that I'm like, they'll come back, Brittany they'll come back yeah. when they're 20, you know.
2: <laughs> the worst is when you say something you're like, "Oh, I sounded just like my
0: mom." <laughs> yes. <laughs> the older I get, the more and more that's coming out. Yeah.
1: And you know, I think it's important to to like forgive yourself as a mother. Oh yeah. Because every day I have to forgive myself for something. And I am the yelly mom, you guys. I'm the yelly mom. I grew up in a yelly house. I'm the yelly mom. I'm like an East Coast Italian. Like it's in my blood. Okay. It's just in my blood. And what happens with that though, is my kids, they tone you out. Like the minute you start, my husband is so calm and collected. He's like, babe, you don't beat a dead horse. Okay. Cause they stopped listening to you 10 minutes ago, but I'm not done with my lecture. Yeah. Like, you know, like, I got to have my half an hour lecture. And so that's something like, I think he's teaching me as a mom is to not beat the dead horse and to like be firm about my consequence or the punishment or whatever's happening and then walk away with my head up high and be like, nope, they deserved that punishment for what they did or whatever. And I'm still a good mom. That's what I'm working on in life is to not be so much of the yelly mom because I realize they just don't care. Yeah. As soon as they're like, here that lady goes yapping again, like what? <laughs>
2: Do you hear that noise? I don't know. It's just like a background noise now. <laughs> what is she on about
1: again? We don't know. Like my teenage daughter, she just actually, I'll have to upload this on our page with, but she just made a TikTok yesterday where she's out in the backyard. She's like, Mom, where's that? Where's Hazel's ball at? My little girl's like, little, you know, the bouncy balls you at the grocery store. I'm like, Why do you need that ball? She goes, Just where is it? I'm like, I don't know, probably in the basement. All of a sudden I see her sticking this ball under her shirt and going out in the backyard. I'm like, what is she doing? She's out there making a TikTok that's hilarious about her pregnant mom running after her to finish the lecture. I'm not even shitting, you guys. <laughs> I need to see this. Like, I'm yeah, gonna... gotta upload that
0: one.
1: So she's like, uh, mom, don't be mad, but I made this video. And she shows me, and I'm like, that's actually hilarious. So that's the thing. I think you have to laugh at yourself, too. Oh, yes. You have to be able to laugh at yourself as a mom and just go, this is motherhood. This shit's hard, you know? And let's laugh that my kids actually finding humor in this. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, I can go to my teenager and say, hey, I'm sorry, mom gets a little crazy sometimes. Okay. But let's talk through whatever's going on, yep. you
2: know. And what yeah. what works for some moms doesn't work for others. You know, like another shirt I have says, uh, mind your own motherhood. Like yeah. just you do you, I'll do me and together we can just still be friends you know like we can get through this you don't it doesn't matter no one's doing it right no one's doing it wrong um it's just it's your journey with your kids and you get to choose how that looks but you need to be okay with that too when it doesn't look like what you picture it looking (laughs) like right because I remember as a young mom well before I was a mom always thinking like Oh, I'm gonna be the coolest mom because they're gonna love me. Like I'm never gonna raise my voice. So I'm gonna be a stay-at-home mom and like do all the mom things. <laughs> yeah. And my life did not look like that at all, right? Like I worked, I put my husband through school, I um I worked at the hospital, I took call, I worked weekends, I had a lot of mom guilt about being away. But at the time, like that was needed for me to do that, right? To help out and to pitch in. And so I I just constantly felt like judging myself guilty of all of these things and we do we feel so much mom guilt on so many different levels and so I always say like I I'm judging as a mom I'm judging myself enough I don't need you judging me too right so mind your own damn motherhood like period you know Well, and you raise
1: the topic too of that mom guilt, whether you're working out of the home or not. And it's so interesting to me because I've done both. Mm -hmm. I actually just quit my job a month ago to have the baby. And you do, it's like this constant struggle between the women that work are like, oh, I feel so bad not being home all the time. And I think people have this image that if you're a stay-at-home mom, you've accomplished the highest level of achievement Mm -hmm. being a stay-at-home mom and whatever. But you know how many stay at home moms are like, shit, I got to get out of here. I want
2: to work. Yeah. Yeah. Like,
1: like, like let's balance it. Like at least part time, give me Mm -hmm. a little break out of the house. So it's, it's like the grass is always greener. You know, the moms that are working are like, I'd rather be home. But the moms that are stuck at home are like, "I, I wish I could get out sometimes. So whether you're a stay at home mom or whether you're a working mom, we actually talk about this a lot too. Like you don't be hard on yourself. You know, because I think it's very admirable the moms that go out there and work. And I think it's important to show your kids, too. Hey, like when times are tough or if we need it, it's okay to have a career, it's okay to have ambitions. I believe it sets a very
2: good example. Yeah.
1: So don't think you're a failure if you're not a stay-at-home mom. That's my biggest thing. I'm like, no, that's not everything. Yeah. You know? I feel
2: like nowadays, though, there's almost more working moms than there are yeah, stay-at-home I think so moms. Too. Yeah. And it and by working, it was funny because I, I asked this question on a poll on Instagram the other day because I'm trying to create some content for um, something I have in the works. <laughs> I'm trying to create a course. And um, I was surprised that 90% of the people that answered all said, that they some in some form they were like a a zebra <laughs> or a unicorn I guess I should say but they do both right like yeah. so whether they're working um it could be like a MLM or a side hustle something that they just kind of do part time maybe it's even from home they still consider themselves a working mom and so i i think we all are whether it's something you're passionate about and maybe it's just like a little side hustle you do for, you know, a little extra money or whatever it is. Like, it doesn't matter whether you're working or not. We are all doing the same job and that is what comes first, right, is being a mom. So it doesn't matter whether you do it while you're at work, whether you do it from home. We all deal with the same issues, problems, and that's, that's the common ground that we have to find in that. Right. So I just, I hate, I absolutely hate, I've been shamed many a times. Um, like I said, my big thing was, was working, um, up until I had my last, I worked full time. And so I felt like I missed out on so much, but I also enjoyed it. And I felt guilty for enjoying it because I had all these friends who were stay at home moms and, you know, they would go do the play dates and do this. And I just kind of felt like, left out a little bit because I couldn't go but I enjoyed working I enjoyed pulling my weight I enjoyed contributing and having my own money to do whatever I wanted you know like they didn't have that and so I felt that shame and that judgment a lot and there's so many different levels I believe of mom shaming and especially with social media people picking us apart because of what they see from the outside they don't know the things that go on anywhere else right So um, I'm a big advocate of just putting a freaking end to that, which is why I I loved that saying and I created that on a shirt, right? Because it's just – it's on a bright orange tee and it just stands out. It's just like, mind your own motherhood, just in big (laughs) bold letters. Because I have wanted to say that so many times to people, but I've never had the nerve and now I just don't care. Like I'll just tell you to your face. Like you do you, I do me, just drop, period, (laughs) right there. That's it, you know, end of conversation. Well,
0: anyone that thinks that they know better –
2: then you in your own
0: situation is very wrong. And sometimes it is hard to not pass judgment. Mm-hmm. You know, you see, I, I was going to say the mom of the grocery store, but for that, it's usually like, oh, I understand. Yeah. But you, you know, sometimes you see something go down and you, it's an instant judgment. Absolutely. You know, but and that's human we gotta, nature. It we is. Can't, we, we, can't we can't control that. We can't control that, that but yeah. it is always kind of recentering myself mm-hmm. and going, I, I don't know her situation. I Take don't know what's back. going on. Yep. I Yeah.
2: I'm never going to say anything to that yeah. mom, but. I remember you know. always being like, I will never be that mother that puts <laughs> my kid on a leash and like. Let's them throw a tantrum on the floor at Walmart. But I wished so many times, now I didn't, I never have bought a leash, let me just say. But there have been so many times where I've wanted to, you know, because I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, and I've been there. I've been there with my kids in Walmart aisle nine, like crying on the floor in the middle of the aisle. And I'm like, oh my gosh, oh, girl. where's your mother? Where's, honey, <laughs> this can, child can is your this? mom? Like, you know, I mean, it happens. And so when you see those things, I, and this comes with my, with my mission and my business is Uniting Momkind, I would just challenge you to be like, what can I do to help? Like, do you, can I help you with anything? Like, what, what is, there? there's always some sort of act of service that we can do for other women that it might not be a big thing to you, but to them, it would mean the world. And so I like to talk about those kinds of things. Like, what, what can we do? What can where can I focus my energy on bringing women together or uniting momkind? What can I do?
0: Yeah. And sometimes I think it is just removing the shame of the situation, you know, seeing a mom and her child is throwing a fit on the grocery store, you know, saying like, I see you. Can I help you removes the shame of her feeling like everyone is judging her for having the screaming child, you know, like, cause that is hard. I remember being the same way before having kids, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Oh, my child's never going to do that. I am the mom (laughs) that had a backpack with a leash on it for my child when she was young. And we (laughs) took her to Disneyland. Like, and let me tell you, it was awesome. You know, and I swore I would never be that mom, but it was great. It was actually the perfect thing. I didn't lose her. It was a great day. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly
1: you know what i want to do sometimes when i see the tantrum at the store and the mom i want to go to the aisle where like you know the lint truffle balls are and and like buy a bag and just go over and hug her and like give her some chocolate balls that's what i want to do chocolate. you know what i mean just like here i feel you honey like
0: you need, these.
1: you need some chocolate balls right now that's what we all need when no that the mom shaming that's uh it's a hard one because Like you said, by nature, we all have had those moments where we kind of look and go, one that stands out to me is, um, don't judge me for putting on a Netflix show on my phone at the restaurant to get my toddler to just chill so my husband and I can eat our steaks in peace okay don't judge me for that people every
2: time I go grocery shopping and they're with me I'm like here here's your game here you go you know it works it works for me and you know what it's none of your business to judge what I'm doing I don't I don't judge you because I think you're crazy because you never give them scream time you know like there needs to be a little bit balance there but you know to each their (laughs) own so it is what it is (laughs) now Question for you. Do you feel like, have you been
0: directly mom shamed where someone has said something to you or is it, or do a lot of the things that happen, do we just perceive that we are being shamed? Do you know
2: what I'm saying? I think it's, yeah, I, um, I don't think anyone's really directly said anything to my face. It's more a feeling,
0: right? A vibe
2: looks or looks. Yeah. Yes yes okay which sometimes can be worse it's like you know what just say it to my face (laughs) get it over with like sometimes that is worse right you
1: guys this is my favorite the type of mom I am and Witt knows this I kind of say stuff that's like mm, debatable um and so one of the funny things I've learned is that do you know when you're like somewhere all right for I have an example for instance. We were at the the dentist, okay, and my son needed. He's he's not quite eight, and he needed a few teeth pulled and like his very first cavity. So this was a big deal, and they wanted to, you know, they do the numbing and then all the things, and they're like, we can put him on the gas, you know, to help him calm down. This kid is like an anxious ball. Like he passed out on the baby roller coaster at Disneyland, okay? <clears throat> like he can't handle stuff. So, and, and I, and I can't blame him cause it's my genetics. Um, but so we're at the dentist and you know how like other workers or strangers or people sometimes will like, oh honey, like, well, and they'll kind of baby it up or be like, well, this is yeah. the, you know, the special, the special pokey straw that's going to like, I don't know. They're making shit up that you're like, ah, this doesn't work for my kid. Trust yeah. me. So we're in a situation like that. And And I'm kind of the tough mom, but people look at me like I'm a crazy psychopath because I'm sitting there and looking at my kid, not even eight years old. And I'm like, Hey buddy, listen, you're going to let her do this or they're going to have to put you under and knock you out. Like on, you're going to have to have like an anesthetic where like when people have surgeries and they're going to make you go to sleep. And, or like, I'll say stuff just like, they're going to have to cut you open. (laughs) Like, fear tactics Like, and the like good dentist is looking at me like what is wrong like, with this up, lady? it works no idea. <laughs> but i'm like sorry while well, you're google talking like googly talking him for 20 minutes and and he's it's not working like i'm mom and i know it works with my kids and sometimes it's fear tactics You know, like when my kids putting stuff in their mouth, they're not supposed to put in their mouth. Hey, I've told you five times to stop that. Do you want to go to the doctor and they're going to have to cut your stomach open? And like people are like, oh my gosh, she's four. And I'm like, but it works. I
2: know my kids. I know what works. Exactly. Like I'm kind
1: of mom shamed for that, like tough love sort of real, hmm, I don't know, sometimes crossing the line talk. But let me tell you what, my son sat in that dentist chair and let them put the gas on his nose. And then, of course, I'm also the mom that's like, hey, buddy, you're going to be okay. Like, Mm -hmm. nothing's scary here. You're fine. Mom's right here. But just giving that little piece of like, can you either do this? Before you do this because the yeah. dentist is like well if this doesn't work we're gonna have to send you guys home and we're gonna have to try again like, another day not
2: paying a 2nd no. copay. Yeah. co-pay exactly. <laughs> I'm like
1: I'm not paying a 2nd copay. i I'm not sitting here again for another yeah. 45 minutes waiting for the you know whatever so that's my mom shame is that sometimes people look at me like whoa that was harsh you know but I'm like no that's just how it works I
0: don't yeah know. yeah and- no I I just remember one time I was mom shamed and it was when my 11-year-old was a baby, like very young, very young, probably like three months. And I lived right by Walmart. I drove to Walmart to literally run in, grab one thing and come back home. And I <laughs> lived behind the Walmart, so I wasn't <laughs> gone very quick, like very long. But I remember getting her out of the car. It was cold. It was probably... Well, let's see. She was born. It was probably like April. It was like this weather. So it was, well, maybe it was, maybe she was younger. You guys, it was cold out. I remember it was cold. I grabbed my jacket and then just grabbed her and ran into the store. I literally parked in like a front row parking spot, but I remember walking in and someone, a lady passing me and just saying, you need to put a coat on that kid, you know? And it, like, I didn't even think she was talking to me until like five steps later, it hit me that she was talking to me. You know, and I was like and the thing is like I was not in a good place in my life at mm-hmm. that point, you know. I was struggling in my marriage. We were already kind of rocky. I had this new baby, my first. I didn't know what I was doing. Like I was not in a great place and just having someone even make that comment. Mm-hmm. It obviously I mean my daughter is 11 and that has stuck with me and the feeling that it brought, mm-hmm. you know. She didn't know my situation. She didn't know that I literally parked right there and ran in just to grab one thing. You know, like, she just did not know. Yeah. But I remember that feeling. It it definitely, it definitely stuck with me over one person saying one thing.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and you think about instances like that. Like, you never know who you're on the verge of either hurting or helping, right? So why don't we just be a decent human yeah. all the time and and hopefully be that positive that someone can look back on and be like, oh my gosh, this one time I was at the store and this wonderful lady, you know, held my kid for me while they were, help ca- helped calm him down. Like I would much rather be that person than someone who you still have angry feelings towards, you know, right? and, and that stuck <laughs> with you for that long. So I just think there's so much room for, for growth and for us to being an example, especially to other moms to be like, this is how it needs to be done. This is what we need to focus on. And that is kind of kind of just where I come from with my whole my my mission and my passion is, is in uniting momkind and breaking down barriers and ending mom shaming and helping to teach women like to step into their power, believe that I like I said, I talk a lot about self-love and uh, self-worth because we we just don't give ourselves enough credit for how amazing we really are. And not, I guess that does kind of sound a little cocky, but it's true. I believe yeah. that moms, I mean, women in general, but moms especially are some of the most amazing creatures. And we underestimate our capabilities and we put ourselves on the back burner and we don't allow ourselves or give ourselves enough credit to shine and to do the things that you know we're meant to. But I think a lot of it, like we talked about, just stems from fear of being judged, fear of being Mm -hmm. shamed. And that has to stop. So (laughs) I created this in that, with that, you know, as my intention, I just wanted to be able to be a voice, to be able to be a little bit more relatable to someone that I want to relate to, not a social influencer. And here's the thing, don't hate at me if you're a social influencer, because (laughs) there are so many great, social influencers out there but if you think about the word influence what do you think good bad I I think of of good like I mean you yeah. of course there's a bad influence but like when I think of social influencer I think someone who needs to be an example mm-hmm. and a light to others and yet when I now like me I know when I think of the word social influencer I'm like Ugh. Yeah, (laughs) you know, like, because I know, like, guess what, mom? I don't care what your hashtag OOTD is. Like, I don't care where (laughs) you got your lotion and I don't care what makeup you're wearing. Like, I really don't. I care more about someone who's being real and raw and honest and open about really tough shit than what you're wearing, what you're driving. And so they get paid and that's great and good for them. But like, imagine how amazing social media could be if we were all just a little bit more honest, if we were all just a little bit more open, and if we were all just a little bit more vulnerable. Because I believe that when you are vulnerable, that is where connection is made.
0: Yes. Like I said on a a
2: lot of my posts where I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have posted that. Like that was a little too, "Eh, they're going to know mama's got problems, you know? But yeah, those are the (laughs) ones where they're like, I I live for the messages, the DMs I get from people who are like, thank you so much for what you said today yes. about, you know, whatever it was. Yeah. Like, I, I feel alone in that and I'm so glad that someone else is going through that. So that just like makes my day and is 100% the reason why I started what I did when I created that.
1: Well, we need more people like you in the world today. And that's, no,
2: just <laughs> she just did a hair flip.
1: <clears throat> no, own it. Because honestly, that is the exact reason why Whit and I started this podcast two years ago is we, we would have so many conversations where we're like, we can't be the only people no. that feel this way. Sometimes like we mm-hmm. need to put this stuff out there and let other women know, or people know you're not alone in all these categories. So you really are just right up our alley. I think one of the things while you were talking that just popped into my head that I wanted to say also, this is a mom shame that kind of happens with me. Uh not being in Utah, okay, hello. You kind of have that stigma of like, oh, everyone just has a hundred kids because everybody's Mormon here, right? I get so tired of when people kind of judge me for how many kids I have. It, it's almost like I get this sometimes like comments or things where you know, like there's always that joke, like, you know, what prevents that or da, da, da. But people don't know why, right? Like, oh, you have, you, you're going to have six kids now. Like, that's crazy. How do you do that? Or especially because I grew up on the East coast. So I'll have people be like, think I'm a lunatic. Mm-hmm. Right. But here's the deal. When people don't know, um, your situation, like I'm a blended family, right? Our listeners know this. And, I I brought in a few, he brought in one. We wanted one together. Sometimes people have accidental babies. Don't judge me. No way. <laughs> <laughs> no. Don't judge me. I'm not just out here like not having a clue how you get you kids or things it works? like that. Yeah. You do? Oh my
2: gosh. Like so
1: when it's like people like I know they're joking like haha, but I in my job, um I honestly, I was a server at a really you know, nicer restaurant, made good money. And I would have so many people like my tables who you get in the little conversations and they find out how many kids you have or like people just look at me like I'm crazy, you know, <laughs> or like something's wrong with me. And at the end of the day, like you don't know my story. You know, I'm on my third marriage. Like just like you're saying, don't, you don't know what people are going through, you know? And I didn't want to be married to my husband now. You know, we've been together for six years and not try to share one together Mm -hmm. because why? Because I struggle with blended family. Mm -hmm. I hate having to share my kids with other people. I hate when my son does something and his stepdad's not feeling that joy or that real bio parent, feeling that you do when it's your own kid. I hated all of those things. It was so hard for me. And so it was important for me to have one with my husband that I shared. So it's like when people would kind of say comments or give me crap, it's, it's so frustrating. You just don't know what people are going through. So that popped into my head. And that was kind of a personal thing that I felt like I wanted to share in case you come across a lady who has six kids. Don't act like she just doesn't know what she's doing. You never know. I, you know, some people just either want a big family or maybe you're talking to someone who's a blended family who this mom has struggled so bad with blending, mm-hmm. right? That she wanted one or two more kids with her husband. I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like,
2: you just never know what people are going through. Absolutely. Hundred you know. agree. Hundred percent agree. Or people that don't
1: want kids, don't judge them either. Yeah. Sometimes I live and dream about those people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I actually that's
0: funny. I think that needs to be more normalized too, is women choosing not to have children. Yeah. I think that needs to be more normalized. Or even like we were talking earlier about women who have kids choosing to work even if they don't have to. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Everything's a choice. So
1: I remember, um, before I was a parent, I would judge people that like just handed their kids like fruit snacks and stuff. Did you guys used to do that? And now I'm the mom that's just like, okay, mommy has something important, a phone call. Like, and you're throwing packs of fruit snacks at them, like down in the basement, like turn turn the show on and just throwing fruit snacks to have like 20 minutes of a phone call or something. That's my
2: thing. I'm like busy. Like mom, mom, can I have this? Can I have, no, no, not right now. Not before dinner. No mom. Okay, (laughs) fine. Just one. Just one. You know, yeah. I just I I cave every time. Okay, fine, just leave me alone. Me too.
1: But no more sugar for the rest of the day. (laughs) No, and that's that's the thing. You just can't we all do like the dumbest shit stuff just to like have a peaceful minute
2: because we joke about it because we've all done it you know like we all deal with the same crap on a daily basis and that is what we all need to like wake up and realize is that you are not alone I have felt so alone in my journey throughout the years um in motherhood and it's it's not necessarily about I, I kind of talk a little bit about like losing yourself. And I my friend actually posted something today that I loved that I saw and she said, You didn't you didn't lose yourself. You just um, you have to find who you used to be. How did she word it? I'm just gonna have to look it up because it was so good. But I always say that, like, oh, I feel like I lost myself in motherhood. But it's not really that you you lost yourself, right? You might have put yourself on the back burner. You might have done certain things to, you know, forget what you used to like or what you used to do, but you, you were always there. And I talk about this a lot too, like before you were a wife, before you were a mom, you were you and you are important in your wants and your desires and your goals. And these things are, um, just as important now as they were back then. But, but as moms, we, we tend to, you know, oh, well that's not important because my job is of of this is mom and I have to do this apparently I have no service up here, so I can't find it. But anyways, it was a really good quote I loved. So, um, you know, you just, you just have to mind your own motherhood and you have to focus on you and what is best for you and your children. And the hard thing I think is just not giving a crap what other people think of you. Having been through a divorce, I had to deal with that too. And that was really hard for me because, I like to – I want everything to be perfect. I'm very organized. I'm an Enneagram one. I just want – I I want to be um, – what's the word? I, I just want to be admired and, you know, always want people to think good things of me. And so feeling judged and having gone through that, I just had to be like, you know what? You just got to let that shit go. Yeah. Like you just – you can't control that. You really can't. Mm-hmm. And people are going to think what they want. People are going to say what they want in motherhood. And you just have to learn to be like, brush it off your shoulder. And yeah. it is what it is. And, and I think that's what's really hard is because we get so focused on how it makes us feel yeah. that we let it consume us instead of being like, mm, oh, well, and moving on next. Yeah. You know, there
1: was actually the other day we had a little bit of nicer weather here in Utah and I took you know we went to the park this big park by our house and there was this little tiny boy I mean he had to be like two years old maybe and I just kind of saw him looking around he couldn't find his mom now this is a big park I'm talking one of those huge parks where you're like you really could lose a kid there were so many people there because it was actually nice and this little boy I kind of noticed him and my daughter was like oh mom like I don't think he can find his mom and so I kind of just watched him for a little bit and and I could see there was just nobody around him. And so I kind of followed him a little bit, but like not trying to be a creeper. And he was like, (laughs) you know, but he was so little that I was like, you know, I kept trying to say like, honey, can you not find your mom? Like I, it was just, my heart was like breaking. So I kind of just followed close to him, but like kept an eye and just made sure he was okay. Like my mama bear was coming out. And then I just see his mom, like, in a full-blown panic, like running over, like, you know, she just lost her kid Mm. and she she felt so stupid and she just kept thinking, like I was like, okay, like she could see that I was hovering and making sure he was okay. And she felt really stupid. And I think that's the thing as moms, like that's a huge one. Like she straight up lost her kid and she owned it. And she was like, I just like looked away for like two seconds talking to my friend and he was gotten, like she was in a panic. And I'm like, no, no, listen, like I got you. Like I've been there before, you know? And, and you just, I feel like there are people out there that would have looked at her and been like, seriously. And there might have been a time in my life where I would have done that.
2: They were probably doing it right that yeah. you
1: know? <laughs> but because <laughs> I'm it's the likely. mom who has turned my head and had a kid slip away from my vision for a minute, it just, I just kept reassuring her, like, trust me, I've been there. Like, you're fine. I just, mom to mom, like, wanted to make sure he didn't wander off or whatever. And anyway, that was just a neat uh, circumstance that happened the other day where I just think, anyone out there in those situations don't look at that mom it's not like she's just not caring Mm -hmm. because i've been there yeah you know turn my head and hazel and i'm like freaking out to all my older kids like where is your sister you know
0: totally i've lost both my kids at different (laughs) times yeah i've lost a couple yeah yeah lucky for me they keep coming back but
1: Uh, so the mom shaming, don't mom shame you guys. Stop like it. Stop
0: it. Just stop it.
1: Yeah, you never know what people are going through. Um, I want to put you ladies on the spot really quick. This is going to blow your minds. I want and I challenge our listeners today to tell yourself this, answer this own question about yourself. I want to know what you are proud of as a mom, like a quality you know you have that you can own without feeling like you're being cocky dun dun dun
0: (laughs) in motherhood or anything yes in
1: motherhood as a mom I want to know
0: okay I think some people might not like this but I love (laughs) this about myself I think it drives my husband crazy but my personality is (laughs) I call myself this all the time but I am a free range parent like I want my kids to have adventures I want them to learn things The hard way I you know I I just I believe in natural consequences so if you leave the markers out with their lid off they're gonna dry out and you're not gonna have markers anymore like I guess I'm not huge on punishments for my kids and I'm fine with that that's good way to own it
1: we had an episode one time where we talked about like we had our husbands on, and we talked about the differences between all of us, and that was the topic that came up. Where Brad's oh, really? like, she's a free range parent, she, and he's like military and super like discipline, and there's got to be consequences
2: for the actions. You know,
0: I love it's that. our biggest struggle.
2: That's <laughs> awesome, Ryan. What about you? Um, I would say that um one thing that I like. So I, I like the term mother hustler. I've always been one who like gets in and gets crap done. Like that's just my personality. Um I've I've done a lot of things. I've I've worked full time, which I talked about. Um I've contributed, I've helped. I'm not afraid to like do hard things. Um I also I think in starting a business. I like being an example to my children, especially my two daughters, to be like not that I'm like on a feminist movement here, but like <laughs> to be like you can do this too. Like moms can do Whatever they want. Women can do what they want. And so I love that in my business, I'm passionate about bringing women, uniting moms together. But I feel like it shows to my children that it's a good example to them to be like, wow, my mom does this. You know? And so, like, my daughter comes to pop up markets with me. Um, I throw events, and I've been a city event planner for Pleasant Grove City for the past five years for a city celebration. And so they love like coming with me and tagging along and being involved in all these things. And if you ask people who know me, I get asked the question kind of like what you said earlier, like how do you do it all? You know, like I work, I have my business, I run this page, I do my events, um, my summer celebrations, like all this stuff. And they're like, how do you do it? Like, how Do you
1: clean your house and cook too?
2: I do. it! <gasps> yes. And I take care of all three of my children. Four if you include my husband. Like <laughs> exactly. I do. I do it. But, but that is my personality. And like we talk about differences and personalities. Like that's just me. I, I'm i a go-getter. Like if I want to do something, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do it good. And I might brag about it along the way too, you know. But it's it's what I'm passionate about. and And I feel like I do a really good job in that. And so I love being like that example to my children is just kind of like a go-getter and a, a mother hustler.
0: I love that. Yeah. yeah. Britt,
2: come on. <clears throat> Tell us what asked. It is. Okay. I know.
1: I've been <laughs> sitting here like, oh crap, I got to answer that. I think my biggest thing is my, I take a lot of pride, especially having a teenage daughter and one preteen that's right there with her sister. And Uh, I, I take a lot of pride in the fact that I'm very open and real with my kids. Um, I can tell them the hard things, the real things we talk about everything. And that's how I was raised. Um, I was raised very, open. My mom would talk about everything. We would talk about drugs. We'd talk about sex. We'd talk about the hard topics. You know, even though I was a kid and was just like, oh, mom, you're (laughs) disgusting. Like as an adult, I'm like, actually, I'm grateful for that. Mm -hmm. So I'm very open with my kids and honest. And, uh, it in turn, it makes my, my daughters very open with me. And so I do have really good girls that talk to their mom and they'll be the kids who will come and be like, mom, look at this text from this boy or look at them. And and I'm like, okay, they're letting me into their world. Okay. I'm doing something right. You know, that's a big thing. There's a lot of kids who feel like they have to hide things from their parents. And a lot of parents who just, especially here in Utah, I didn't grow up in Utah and I'm not, um, I'm not shaming that, but I think the culture here and a lot of the religion and religious upbringing here, like it, it creates more sheltered homes Mm -hmm. and people don't be open and talk about things. And I think the fact that like, um, my kids feel comfortable coming to mom with stuff so good. and don't feel like they have to hide things. I take a lot of pride in that. So even though I'm the yelly mom sometimes, or the the lecturing mom and my girls can roll their eyes and be like, really, here we go. Um, <laughs> at the end of the day, <clears throat> I, I take pride in that. I think, does that make sense what I'm saying? Like yeah. the fact that my kids feel comfortable with me being a part of their lives. I don't know. I'm very imperfect in a lot of ways,
2: but I love that. That's one thing I hope, like, you know? the older my daughter gets, I'm, like, she's starting to, like, she's in that tweeny, tweeny phase, you know, where she's, she still likes to play with Barbies and dolls every once in a while, but she's starting to change. And now she wants to go shopping with me, and she wants to do all these things with mom, and I'm, like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to have my little, little bestie here, you know. <laughs> but I think about that as they grow yeah. older, like, I pray more than anything, because I didn't have that relationship with my mom. They were, I love my mom. Um, but we just, we weren't open like that, especially about feelings and stuff. And so I pray that like, I have that with my kids that they feel like I can go to them about anything. I didn't really feel like I could do that with my mom until I was older, I would say, you know, like like 18 19 then I kind of did I had this shift but like as a young teenager I was like I'm not telling my mom nothing you know yeah (laughs) Yeah.
1: well and in my adulthood I don't have my mom in my life anymore um, unfortunately but that is something I look back on as a kid and go you know what I'm so grateful that she let me be and open because we're all going to screw up as teenagers. I don't have this expectation of my kids to be perfect. Like you're going to do some dumb shit stuff. Mm -hmm. It's just your rite of passage. But, um, you know, let's talk about those things. Let's I'm here for you. Let's talk about boys. Like I kind of, even my stepdaughter, she comes over and she's very open about things that are going on with her friends and her little crushes and things like that at 10 years old. And I love that. I'm like, okay, they know I'm a safe space. Mm -hmm. And that that's something I take pride in. Plus, I hold some mean family nights. (laughs) Just kidding.
0: (laughs) No, that's true.
1: So I challenge you guys listening today, if you're guilting yourself, if you're feeling like you're just some shit mom who's messing everything up, you're not. Not all of our kids are going to speak multiple languages and be, you know, the, the biggest athlete at school or whatever. You know, sometimes our kids are just their own selves too. And I think if you're raising your children to be a good person and a decent human, you're doing enough. And if you're trying your best every day and you're showing up, even even if you're not showing up some days, we've all had those days as moms where we're on the couch, a little bit depressed, struggling with our personal shit and not being the best parent. Like, yeah, just go eat whatever you want out of the pantry. Mom needs a needs a minute (laughs)
2: it's like a roller coaster I always think of it as a roller coaster you have a really great day and the next day you're like how am I so low I don't know but it's going up and you go up and it's just constant like up and down up and down that that's just motherhood like that is normal and we need to normalize that because I think we we just always have this painted picture of how perfect it is and how you know it's supposed to look but I'm here to tell you that that is not anywhere near truth, right? Like yeah, that is yeah. so off.
1: <laughs> so we are releasing this episode, um, obviously the week of mother's day, and we just want to give everyone out there just a huge, happy mother's day. You, I hope all of you ladies, mom, and out there are just in some way getting taken care of. Don't get your expectations too high. Cause you know, <laughs> it's only yeah, one day. <laughs> It's only one day, and you know those are going to be flattened just a little bit. Um, but happy Mother's Day to all of you, and you're you're doing a good job,
0: Ryan. Thanks for being with us today. This has been a good topic, and so therapeutic, right? I mean, I we could probably talk all day about this. Oh, yeah. So I
2: feel like we need those, like every once in a while, though. Like there just needs to be a bajillion mom podcasts where you know, everyone can talk about stuff like this because it's, it's kind of just like that little pep talk where you're like, you know what? You're right. I am doing a good job. I am a good mom. There are other people out there that feel like this. And so it's just, there needs to be more platforms and more opportunities for things like this. So thank you guys for having me because I, like I say, I can talk about all this stuff all day, every day. My husband's like, what are you going to talk about? And like, I don't know. I'll probably just wing it. But, you know, it's easy for me to talk about. Like I can, I love talking about stuff like that and creating that that connection and that bond with other women. So thank you. Us too. So tell us where where our listeners can find you. So on social media, I run the two different um, Instagram handles. So you can find me at Honestly Mama, all one word, but it is M-O-M-M-A. Um, and then on my business page, you can also just click on the link in my bio because it's it goes right to my business page too, but it's honestlymama.co. So same spelling, just .co. Um, and then I also, a friend of mine that um, kind of has the same passions as I do and that we relate a lot of the things both in business and on a personal level, with women, uh, we started a event company last year, where we found that there was a huge need for bringing women together. And despite you know COVID being an issue, we were able to navigate around all of the roadblocks in the way, but still create a space for women to gather. And so we started an event company called Inspire Her. So it's I N S P I H E R dot events on Instagram and if you're local in Utah County or even Salt Lake County if you're local anywhere in Utah you should definitely come but we do monthly uh, pop-up markets we both own our own small business and so we love supporting small businesses and especially women in business Um, so we do local or uh, monthly almost monthly I should say pop-up markets but also like girls nights out We'll do something, have someone come teach us something or do a craft night or something at our event space that we have and just creating a spot to create connection and friendships really between women. So that's one thing I've loved is like we have women from all different backgrounds come and they'll come alone and you're like, tell us your name and why you're here and they all are just like, I'm so-and-so and and I need a break or I'm so-and-so and and Mm -hmm. I need to meet new women. Uh, I
1: think Wit and I need to come to yeah. one of these girls' yes. nights. Like that, can we, we yes. need to know when this is happening. We're absolutely. <laughs> We're always
0: down for a girls' night. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, another thing we want to share is if you don't follow us on social media, go check out Real Shit with Brit and Wit. Uh, Brit and Wit each just have one tea and we are going to be doing a giveaway so the week of Mother's Day, we're going to be doing a giveaway of one of Ryan's t-shirts, one of the mama t-shirts. So look out for that. And we're excited. We want to, these shirts are so cute. We really want to, can we do a giveaway with yeah, one of your shirts? Of Let's do it. This will be super fun. And again, if you're local, check out the um, events coming up. Whitney and I are going to put on our, can we put on the episode? Like any of the websites? Does that work? Yeah. Sure, we'll put all the websites on there for you guys to find.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely link. <laughs> <laughs> we'll definitely link um, Oliver Ann's websites and Instagram so you guys can click on the information on the podcast and find her there.
2: Yay. Thank you guys so much for having me. Thank you for being with us. Yeah, you guys, until next time, let's keep it real. Happy Mother's
0: Day.